Can everyone do a drink check? Yeah, my drink check is uh, drink check. water. Decaf coffee. Decaf Nespresso. Nespresso. I um I already finished the Nespresso I had this morning, but now I'm running out of water. Mm. Oh. What? Oh. In your glass. <laughs> <laughs> You're running out of water. They shut water off to your building. I was and, like, uh, oh my god. That's it. It's that dire? <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna just physically separate Kitsilano from the rest of Vancouver. It's not because of coronavirus. It's because we're a Japanese beetle zone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys still get those ads? There's like a big poster right, like on the block for me. It's like you are now entering Japanese beetle ter- ter- territory. But like the for everyone who doesn't know, there's <laughs> like Jap these like invasive Japanese beetles that live in Vancouver. And they're in, like, the downtown area and, like, surrounding. And there's a big movement every summer and fall, like, and, like, autumn. Not to bring them outside Vancouver, back to other parts of the city. And for me, that manifests itself in Instagram ads that I get not only during this time, but literally the entire year. You get ads on Instagram? I got a Japanese beetle ad last week. I've never... And I got one in December. Like, Christmas. I got one. I've never seen those. I wonder what, like, wow. the weird Venn diagram of our, like, target audience thing is that, like, prevents me from getting beetle ads. We can say Japanese, oh, <laughs> Japanese beetles, and I'm imagining someone who's, like, dressed like Ringo Starr saying Kinichua. <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese beetles. <laughs> Peace, love, Kinichua. <laughs> Whenever, like, okay, like, obviously, like, Gwen Stefani and the, like, Harajuku girl thing, like, in hindsight, it was kind of like, huh, weird. But, like, we all let that happen. But, like, then Avril Lavigne did it, tried to do the same thing, but, like, five years after, and it's like, no, no, like, no. And someone, like, was like... Oh, she did. I remember. She did. And and then someone was like, stop, like, using Japanese, like, people and culture as, like, an accessory. It's like, you know, whatever, whatever. And she replied with, like, the funniest tweet ever. It was like... You know when someone does like lol 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 like la 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 like when Shakira sings whenever wherever like la 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 and she's like racist me and she's like it's oh I'm gonna find it Avril Lavigne yeah good you can't use your phone to find it yeah I know I'm not doing that yeah it's still up Avril Lavigne on Twitter racist. Question mark, question mark, question mark. LOL, 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 I love Japanese culture and I spent half my time in Japan. I flew to Tokyo to shoot this video. That's it. Hmm. <laughs> Case closed. All right. Clat, you know? <laughs> Can't be racist in J- about Japan if you're in Japan. <laughs> you walk into Japan, you're automatically absolved of all sins. <laughs> That's why we love Sean Mendez so much. <laughs> Oh my god. I can't look at another picture of Sean Mendez and freaking Camilla Cabello. I hate Sean Mendez and I hate Camilla Cabello. Uh, Cabello, Cabello. And, Please say uh, her name. Camilla Cabello. 
And Cabello. I, Cabello. <laughs> and I hate them together. And I hate every photo I see of him because I'm always like, what happened to Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> and then I click on it and I'm like, oh. Sid sent me a tweet today that said, uh, what did it say? Uh, for everyone listening, we have the most complicated recording setup set up right now. We're recording audio on our phones because it's clearer. So it means I have two sets of headphones in. Me too. Okay, Sid sent me a tweet that said, are you attracted to Timothy Chalamet or are you normal? <laughs> I'm normal. <laughs> or erase normal, replace it with coward. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that was another thought. Okay, speaking of the tutors. So I That is what this to- is for. We weren't. We weren't <laughs> speaking of them, but that's fine. No, this is like to do with all these like funny things they talk about on Twitter. I was like, okay, if I had to recast the tutors for now, like who's this who's a celebrity who's as chaotic as Jonathan Reese Myers? And my mind said Ansel Elgort. Yeah. Yeah, perfect casting. You nailed it. <laughs> Done in one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grady, you know it's true. <sighs> I don't know if he could be as Truly frightening. Uh, <laughs> the selfies. <laughs> like, the selfies. I'll see. I'll see. Oh, the, the selfies hor- are almost two years old, guys. Wow. Is what? it two year or just one year? I hope it's one year because I feel like that time has passed. When did the Ansel It's 2020. <laughs> Ansel Elgort selfies. Okay, for anyone who doesn't know, we're talking about Ansel Elgort, the actor who's famous for uh, The Fault in Our Stars and Baby Driver. Um, oh, last year, last May, he posted 17 shirtless selfies on his Instagram. None of them have captions. He never explained it. They're still there. He hasn't deleted them. And like, to this day, they bring me so much joy because they're just like the most chaotic thing in the entire world. And he hadn't done like anything (laughs) up to that point. And then like the goldfinch came out and it was really bad. And it was just like, everyone was just like, wow. It's, they're very good. Uh, we challenge all of you to recreate them. Okay, you're listening to Two Additional Boleyn Girls, the podcast where we listen, watch the tutors. Fuck, we watch the tutors in 2020. <laughs> I do not listen. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, and this week we're talking about what? Episode 8? Episode 9? Episode 8, yeah. What's episode 8. Uh, justice and blood. Truth and justice. Truth and justice. Okay. So, where did the blood come from? I know where the blood came from. I'll discuss the blood in a minute. I'm just going to finish sending out uh, this tweet. Um, so we, um, this week we're again recording all from the comfort of our own homes uh, with a crazy, insane recording setup where Granny and I have to wear two sets of headphones. <laughs> one is for hearing and one is for a microphone. <laughs> One is for seeing. One is because Maddie, producer Maddie, had a time and a half editing last week's last week's last episode because there was an echo on all of our recordings. So we're trying to remedy that. Yeah, we're doing our best. I'm tweeting. um, I'm done. Okay, sorry. I'm listening to you guys again. Okay. Oh, I need to see what you just tweet. (laughs) Tweet. Y'all ever tweet? Oh, I still don't get ads on my CBC gem. Oh, yikes. I got like uh, 80 Easter Bunny ads on CBC gem. (laughs) Speaking of getting ads on CBC gem, Maddie, how's the Durls? 
That's what I was about to bring up. Uh, my family has started watching Josh, O'Con- Josh O'Connor's star performance in The Durrells. A review of which my mom said, well, he's very handsome. Yes. Maddie's yes. mom is but, part um, of the Josh O'Connor hive. And we, uh, we welcome her. We do not get ads on CBC Gem for the Durrells. We do get them for other programs. So I think it depends on the show. Have you is watched the, the Durrells? Just ad free? No, I got ads when I watched the Durrells, but it means I don't get ads for anything else. Actually, I didn't get ads after the Durrells season three. Durrells season four, no ads. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to watch the Durrells. I've seen one episode and I really liked it. Um, and so you whenever- recommended it to us. You're the person who heard about co- it before any of us had. My coworker said I should watch it, and I thought it sounded fun, and then I looked it up and I was like, wow, the guy who plays cute Prince Charles, which is whatever, um, is in it. So Ellen has to see it. And then Ellen watched all of it, and I saw one episode. I know the Kelly's There's four seasons, it. and you watched them in a week. Yeah, Ellen really went off on that one. I live alone. Yeah. I don't do anything. <laughs> That's fair. You have hobbies. You roller skate. This was pre-quarantine, so... <laughs> yeah, well, see, I've been thinking, oh, yeah, this wasn't... Been, it's been really hard for my routine, and I'm like, uh, my routine has not changed. I just don't go to the office. I work at a desk, that, like, in my home. home. That's it. You, you work at the is, sewing table. I just play table. more video games, because instead of being like, huh, like, I'm off work, I guess I'll, you know, do something, it's like, I guess I'll play video games. I don't know why, like, I could do it anyway, but... Yeah. Anyway, um, so this episode of The Tudors was... Um, Ellen described it, and I think it was really accurate, as plot-heavy, but not in an interesting way. Yeah. Exposition-heavy. Exposition-heavy. Like, a lot happened in the sense of, like, they're really moving forward with, like, things historically that are going to happen, but, like, from an actual, like, plot of the episode-wise, it was like, oh... Okay. They're like, oh, baby, we only got two more episodes after this in the season. We got to yeah. make some moves. So you, like, know what's coming, but it's just, like, they're, it's like they're not going to, like, they're not going to, like, do it all in episode eight. They're going to wait till episode nine and ten. So you're just kind of like, okay, like, here we go. Like, literally nothing really notable happened. Like, there's a trial. Another- a, a, there's, a, there's an official trial about the divorce. The divorce doesn't happen. That's it. Yeah. It's basically just, like, them being, like, another cardinal is brought in, and Catherine, the queen, is like, I'm not doing this. She's like, our marriage was legitimate. This is bullshit. And Henry's, like, really upset by it, and Anne Boleyn's, like, really upset by it. And then they're like, let's have a trial. And Catherine's like, no, this is fucking stupid. I'm married to him. And she's like, we're married. And then she leaves, and it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> to try to, like, add some, like, fun historical color to this episode i googled prince arthur to see like if anything notable notable happened to him during his what 16 years of life he's so boring nothing happened there's no juicy drama about prince arthur aside from the fact that he's played in that tv show by jake from fleabag that's it (laughs) (laughs) yeah in the uh the spanish princess episode that we were talking about last week uh prince arthur is played by jake from fleabag uh google him (laughs) He's also one, he's one of the footmen in Emma. <laughs> we stand. He's really yeah, and he's also gonna play uh, some like shitty royal guy in the Crown season whatever. I think he's Prince Edward, the younger one. So not the okay, yeah, yeah, not Andrew. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Anyway, yeah, no, there's nothing interesting about him. There were like, there was like, in Victorian times, they thought he was like really sickly his entire life, and they're like, no, you just read a, a letter wrong. He was actually fine. He just got the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. He was um, named Prince Arthur as to like recall was, like English glory of like Camelot. It, that's that a is, good name. That is some like God smiting them for like that because it's like I feel like if you're gonna name your kid Arthur and he's boring God's gonna be like no he can't be King Arthur like you can't have a King Arthur King the, Arthur 2 but but he, thing, been... he would he'd be Arthur the first King Arthur the first of England and he would be like boring well he doesn't can't have it here's the thing he was, like, described, like, by contemporaries as, like, he's a very gentle young man. He was, like, seemed legitimately, like, interested in Catherine. And he was hot, but less hot than his brother Henry. Okay. They're, like, described so him as like, We would have liked him. Foreign courts, yeah. <laughs> foreign courts described him as handsome, but Henry VIII as extremely handsome. Okay, okay. <laughs> Our ye old two additional balloon girls talking about how horny we are for Prince Arthur. I would have been an Arthur girl. <laughs> He's ugly hot. We're like, ooh, Stan. <laughs> oh, he looks sickly. He's not, but he looks sickly. And then it's like, unfortunately, Arthur has died of the sweat. The original snail. Yeah. Explain that. Okay. Um, I, Ellen, historically have have crushes on all these boys who Maddie once described one of them as looking like a snail who was cursed to become a man. <laughs> yeah. And he's uh, he's hot. He's hot. He's hot, but like he does kind of look like that. Like I agree with both of you. He looks like if Killian Murphy had been like stung by a bee. <laughs> You know, in like Animal Crossing, whenever your face gets fucked up because you get stung by a bee. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. That. But okay, yeah, it's just like in real life, but it's funnier because it's Animal Crossing. Ugh, ugh. Still have not switch. played Animal Crossing. Any Animal Crossing. Okay, the other. This is my like fun note for this episode that is not at all interesting, but it explains why I said the word blood earlier. Um, the guy who comes in, the like new cardinal who's coming in to help with the trial. I thought, hmm, I wonder if he's famous. What has he been in? His the name answer is Cardinal Campeggio. Campeggio. His go. And so Cardinal oh, Campeggio fun. was in one notable thing, which is Titanic Blood Jesus. and Steel. Oh. <laughs> Titanic Blood and Steel, not Titanic 2012. Oh, what is Titanic Blood and Steel? I don't know. <laughs> it was not in 2012. Huh. Uh, to be an actor who is in a Titanic movie, you know? Actually, <laughs> <gasps> Titanic Blood and Steel starred Kevin Zegers. He was so cute. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, maybe this is... Is Titanic 2012 different than that one? Did it come out in 2012? This one came out in 2012? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <gasps> what happened? This is a completely different so thing. So is this... this right, one pull has... the summary. Someone pull this it This one has Mr. Big... And it has Sir Davos, and it has Barrison Selmy, the Pope from the yeah, last episode. So, those you say the one from the last, the Pope from the last episode. I thought this was Titanic 2012. I didn't realize that Titanic Blood and Steel and Titanic 2012 were different things because I saw Titanic Blood and Steel came out in 2012, so I assumed they are the same thing. Unfortunately, they are not. Uh, no. Correction for my last episode. 
Corrections Corner, um, there's two Titanics that came... No, it... it oh, wait, hold on. What is Titanic 2012? <laughs> this is Titanic 2012. Yeah, no, it's not, because Titanic 2012 has that girl from Victoria. Yeah, one of them is a miniseries starring... That's Titanic 2012. Yeah. Okay. Wow, I hate this. So there's two 2012 productions of Titanic. Oh, one of them has you... Catherine of Aragon, and one of them has Kevin Zegers. You know why there's two? Why? Because it was a hundred years since the Titanic. Song. It was. It was a hundred years since the Titanic. What is song. Titanic? Blood and Steel. Okay. Okay. Um, the plot follows the lives of the people <laughs> who made the, the Titanic. Is it like a TV movie or something? It's a mini- the plot series. follows. Okay, so it's about like people in Belfast. Oh wow! It's like like the sh- the shipbuilders. Okay, so someone named Mark falls in love with an Italian immigrant. Classic Titanic storyline. Fabrizio. Yeah. That's Leo's Italian it's all about, friend like, in Titanic. You know what? This one looks like it's about, like, striking and, like, labor union shit. So, like, that's cool. Hell yeah. Um, um, uh, produced by right, a guy official, named Guido. Love that. Official stance of the podcast. We support Titanic blood and steel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of Titanic, last night after Drag Race, I wasn't watching it, but everyone on my Twitter timeline was. VH1 had Titanic just, like, play after it. And it was like everyone was oh talking about God. if they were powerful enough to like turn off their TV after Drag Race or if they watched Titanic. <laughs> Fuck. I apologize for any ASMR of me putting my hair up. That's gonna happen right now. I said ASMR as a joke the other day, and my mom was like, "Oh, like ASMR, like like an ASMR artist." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I think like probably the CBC was like talking about it, so now she knows what ASMR is. Good. Because I was like clicking in my dog's ear. <laughs> and my mom's like oh yeah 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 and I'm like okay, t- okay. Titanic Blood and Steel there's 12 episodes and the last oh, one the last episode is the boat setting sail uh. oh so it's about like the making of the Titanic yeah. and it's like all these people are gonna die yeah and then Titanic 2012 is different okay wow Wow. All right, quick side note. Uh, can we get a bird check, Ellen? <laughs> I'm hearing some birds. We got a bird on the bird on the wire. Okay, so there's this like piece of string that's hanging down to the roof right outside my window, and birds hang onto it with their mouth <laughs> and like flap around. No bird mouth. It's they so do. funny. They hang onto it with their mouth and they just like hang there and kind of like flap around. It's really, really scary. And I think it happens early in the morning before people are like out in my backyard because my neighbors are in my backyard right now. And so like I sent, I got a video of it this morning and it was insane. So I'll try to get another video because I didn't save the video on Snapchat because I'm stupid. Have you guys ever seen the video of the woman like holding a raven? Like, and it's just like holding onto her finger with its beak and it just swings. No. Okay. I really love it. I think about it frequently, obviously. I'll send it to you guys after. It's very good. Um, okay. Anyway, it's like that. It's terrifying. <laughs> so cute, though. And it's like, so the the window, I was about to, like, show you guys, but I realized this is a podcast and you can't see it. So, like, the head of my bed is right beside this window that's, like, on an angle, and so the bird is, like, essentially, like, three feet from my head. <laughs> <laughs> Just slamming around. <laughs> slamming around, flapping its wings. Like, the it's the, the bird is so close to my head that I can hear the wings flapping and it's loud enough to wake me up. <laughs> it's like a rooster but instead of rooster it's a bird swinging into your window <laughs> i love him I, I hope it happens again tomorrow i'll get a video of it please sure do it on twitter it's very 
Cinderella or Snow White-esque of waking up by having a bird slap you in the face. <laughs> well, I sleep with this window open in the summer, but obviously I can't do that anymore because the bird will swing into my apartment. Oh my god, imagine waking up to that. <laughs> no, and in those big crows. It's, it's sorry, just clarify. The bird hanging off the wire isn't like a chickadee, it's like a crow. In case that wasn't clear. <laughs> Okay. Do we have anything else? Okay, what else is going on in this episode? Um, back, so, back from Titanic, Blood and Steel. Something that made me laugh is a couple times during this episode, I just think it's so funny. Like, I get that Anne Boleyn wants to, like, marry him, and, like, I get that, like, that's those are her feelings, but, like, frequently in this episode, she, like, gets upset that, like, his wife is in the way, and I'm like, yeah, he's married? Yeah. I She'll be like, too. they're, like, planning a wedding, and he's like, yes, I can't wait to plan our wedding, and But, like, by the way, for before this trial, like, I have to, like, share my wife's bedchambers for a bit because, like, I don't want it to see... They, they don't want it to seem like I'm just having an affair. They want it to be like, we love each other, but, like, this is illegitimate. So then she, like, loses her mind and is like, what are you going to do? Fuck your wife? It's like, well, like, yeah. they're married. <laughs> like, yeah, that's they're exactly married. what he's going to do. And then the same thing happens again. She does something else. She's, like, upset. She's like... There's another thing. She's like, basically, like, I love you. Like, why, why can't we be? It's just like, he's married. Like, you are, you are sleeping with the king of England who is married. Like, why are you surprised that there are complications? <laughs> like, I just it's like, it's, it's weird because it's like, as the king, he has like the most public marriage. Like, yeah, you know, it's like the king and queen. Everyone knows they're married. And she's like, I can't believe you didn't tell me about your wife. It's like, <laughs> you knew, bitch. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, it's like, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. It's shocking. And like, they're so open about how they're in love. And like, I get that that's their thing now. But like, it's so gross. He like goes up to her, like at a ball and like sniffs her neck and is like, how are you? And she says, burning. Have you seen someone referred to um, if they if asking if Henry and Anne had slept together yet, and it's like, have they participated in the ultimate conjunction? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they almost do. They almost do in this episode. She tells him she's like, I have a new motto, and he's like, what is it? And she's like, you'll have to find it. And then he like touches her all over, like trying to find it, and then he ends up like up her skirts, and he finds this like little like garter. It's not attached. a garter. It's like a full-on like Miss America yeah. sash. Literally, it's like it's like it's like it's like tied around her thigh. But it's like like to me, the material looked like a really like. Okay, I don't know why this is the only way I can describe it, but it's like the material of like an eye patch or not eye patch, eye like cover for sleeping, yeah. but like one that would be sold at Claire's, like for like a Hannah Montana line. Like it was like pink and white, and like it just looked. It so was pink on one side and it was white on the other. It obviously had script on it, so it looked like a Miss America sash. And yeah. all I could think of was some she like commissioned an artist to make this for her. Like she did not make it herself. Yeah. And they're like, "You're gonna put this where?" Yeah, right yeah. at Meyer Coochie. It was no. Yeah, and he's like kissing around in there, and then she's like, "People are in the way," and it's like, "Yeah, he's married." I also thought he had his like head up her like big velvet dress. I was like, ugh, imagine how like hot it is underneath her skirts. Ugh. <laughs> She's burning. She is She's burning. She's burning. 
I'm uh, sorry, I gotta say, there's nothing I hate more than how both of you have described them as skirts, uh, (laughs) plural. Well, they are- That's what they are. She's wearing multiple skirts. It is not one layer. I know. (laughs) Maddie, she's wearing many petticoats. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I also talked over you saying her velvet Dutch oven farts. I'm sorry. That's very good. (laughs) Oh, I missed that. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um... What, the other not fart all day. The other good Anne Boleyn bit is whenever Thomas Cromwell brings her like a book that's basically like, "Yo, what if uh, we weren't Catholic?" Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Oh, that might happen." Yeah, the he's book like, was "This presented is by." Yeah, this I'm... is like OJ's. If I did it, yeah, <laughs> our mutual friend, <laughs> Mister Fish, gave her this book or offered this book. <laughs> This book is mine. Who is Mr. Fish? We don't, I don't, do you know who Mr. Fish is? He's just mentioned. I'm like, what a weird thing to bring up. Mr. Fish. Mr. Fish is my drag name. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I had to explain to my parents what a fishy queen was when I was there with them like two weeks ago. I was like, and? A fishy, a fishy queen is a queen who looks like a real woman. Oh, she's serving yes. fish. And they're like, okay, what do you call another one? I'm like, I don't know, like a clown? And then we started talking about Trixie Mattel. Oh. I love Trixie. <laughs> Apparently, the um, documentary on Netflix is very good. I haven't watched it, though. I didn't know that there was one. It's called Moving Parts. Oh, that's fun. Okay. That's it. I that's our ad. That. Hashtag ad. Brought to you by... Um, Trixie Mattel's moving parts and also Hershey eggs and Reese's eggs, which were plastered onto my screen for half of my watching experience. Yes. My you can't ads explain glitched. why. My ads glitched and <laughs> they were just stuck there. And if I tried to get rid of them, they would play over the audio. So it would be like the ad is playing <laughs> and the tutors is playing. So then eventually I figured out you have to pause the tutors, let the little ad play itself out, and then it'll go away. When you get ads on CBC Gem, like, mine, like, totally cuts Cut out. Away. Same. Like, oh, that's the thing. Yeah. The first three do, and then the fourth one's like, no, we're going to start playing the tutors, but also play this ad over it. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> As if the show wasn't already chaotic enough. You know, it's like, imagine Henry and Catherine getting into bed together, and also there's an Easter bunny, like, on the bottom third of the screen. <laughs> okay, when they're getting into bed together and Henry gets into the bed and he, like, sits with his arms crossed like a really, like, angry child. And he's like, Catherine. <laughs> I don't want to fuck you. It's very there. funny. He goes, hmm. <laughs> uh, that was the other thing that I read on the uh, Prince Arthur Wikipedia page is that him and Catherine, after they got married, had one of the only public bedding ceremonies of like that era and so and and then he kept going around bragging about how it's like what was the line he was like oh last night i was in the midst of spain and like all this stuff and everyone's like so like when she was like oh like we never actually like slept together blah blah blah." everyone's like yeah but he was bragging about it and someone's like yeah he was 16 like he bragged about it but nothing happened yeah fuck i love prince arthur in the midst of spain (laughs) He was like, oh, if you're bored, you should get a wife. And everyone's like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. That's just quarantine advice. Bored? Get a wife. Get a wife. Quarantine wife guy. (laughs) I'm just a wife. You know what? Quarantine wife guy, Josh McDaniels. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. 
So oh. for background about what we're about to talk to, this is like really, really, really crazy. We have talked about them briefly. You. We have yeah. talked about them briefly on the podcast. MMA before. Jenkins. MMA Jenkins. If you don't remember, she's this really, They're really famous. girl we discovered on YouTube and she's like <sighs> super, super crazy. And like every once in a while we'll like go check in on her Instagram because she always writes these like crazy like eight paragraph long captions to all of her pictures about like christ's love and all this stuff so we check on it from time to time anyway all of us awoke this morning to a group chat message <laughs> announcing to our group chat that mma jenkins and her beautiful fiance joshua daniels are now engaged and it's like the description in the like 80 paragraphs of her caption it's like sorry so like the whole world is supposed to be, like, not going out very much. Like, we're all out our little outdoor time walk. But, like, we don't go out. And she's like, I was going somewhere with my daddy, and then daddy didn't take me there. So then Josh was going to the lake, and then Josh didn't go to the lake. So then we went to the chapel, and Josh surprised me at the chapel. And it's like, how many places are you going? Stop going places. I hate them. <laughs> That's Thank actually, honestly, the like... Part, all caps. Josh didn't go to the lake. <laughs> Josh did not go to the lake. Secondary location, the chapel. The old abandoned chapel. Her father read out a letter of things that he wanted in a husband for her, and he was like, "Josh is this list." And I'm like, "Imagine, imagine it was anyone." It was a list they wrote together when she was 16, which is like wholesome. No, it's not. That's really fucked up. If it was when she was six, if it was when she was six, it'd be kind of cute. Because it's like, I was six, and I was like, this is what I want my boyfriend to be. And it's like, okay, that's stupid, but you're six. 16, I want him to like, make Instagram posts about how he's a monster every time he jerks off. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, yeah, they got I engaged. Hate them. And, but now we have, like, I can't wait. Because So the other member of our group chat, Ariane, who we talk about all the time on the podcast, to dox her as she loves her bi-weekly doxing. She follows MMA Jenkins so she can see her Instagram <laughs> stories and send them to us when they're funny. So Ariane will keep us updated on all the wedding planning, I am sure. This is, like, mm-hmm. oh, the second most religious, religiously important wedding since... The most important wedding religiously since the one we're talking about on the Tudors. I These two were gonna like second most, and I was like, "What was more important than this?" Yeah, none, none. Charles, and we're Diana. just waiting two weeks from Stop. now. Uh, Josh, Josh, and Eva having their uh, ICU wedding in front of their her father, who is in the bed. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, people are dying, and she's going to the chapel on the lake. No, Josh didn't go to the lake. That's no, the point. but the point is, <laughs> he was going to, and she wasn't like. And then I broke up with him because he's an idiot. No, I don't like them. I, I love talking about them. I love talking about them, but I don't like them. Grania hates to see it. <laughs> um, so also, I should probably mention this doesn't matter at all, but I do hate to see it. But um. I watched the first 15 minutes of this episode, and then my sister was like, do you want to watch The O.C. from the very beginning? So then I watched <laughs> five episodes of The O.C., went to bed, and then watched the rest of The Tudors. And I was like, wow, The Tudors is so much worse than The O.C. It's so much worse. Maddie, did the you O.C. Watch the season OC? one is so good. I've seen, like, a bunch of episodes, but I've never really watched it. Season one is, like, genuinely great TV. Like, it holds up. There's, like, obviously, like, Misha Barton's not the best actress, and it's, like, cheesy, and, like, there's... It does the thing that all teen TV shows do, where it's, like, this, like, 15, 16-year-old is sleeping with an older person that's, like, 
in a way that's like completely not okay but like it's just kind of like crazy and dramatic in this and it's like no <laughs> that's really like, that's fucked illegal. up illegal actually even if it, the oc is good too season two is also se- very good. season one is like very very good season two they like add a bunch of things to make it extra dramatic but it's still really good and then season three gets a bit too much and then season four i mean there's just there's Off a the whole rails. otter storyline there's an the earthquake, earthquake. <laughs> There's a whole episode in a parallel universe. <gasps> yeah. The it's Hanukkah, huh? crazy. Yeah. 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 Pardon yeah. me. Chrismaka, huh? How, do, Chris how could Maka, I huh? Come on. Oh. Um, but yeah, season one, very good. Even my little brother, who like is opposed to everything, uh, watched it with us. And he loves Sandy Cohen. He loves Luke. Every time Luke... <laughs> there's a scene where Luke comes in and Ryan and Marissa are like dancing. Just, like, at cotillion practice. She's just teaching oh. him how to do a waltz. Because he obviously doesn't know because he's from Chino. And Luke, Marissa's boyfriend, walks in. And he's like, wow, I'd be pretty jealous right now if Chino wasn't gay. And it was, it's literally, like, <laughs> the most perfect. <laughs> it is so good. It's so good. It's the most perfect line read I've ever seen. Well, I've been, I've been thinking about rewatching uh, the other Josh, Josh Schwartz show, Gossip Girl. I'm gonna say it. Maybe it's because I didn't watch Gossip Girl as a child. Gossip Girl is it's too bad. much. It's too much. I was like, like season one of the OC is good, and then it becomes too much. But Gossip Girl is just too much from the get go. Gossip Girl is like you had to watch the OC to like slowly slip into that madness, and then the OC yeah. ended, and you were just like you hadn't recovered from it yet, so you were ready for like, uh, like Gossip right Girl. off. Yeah, Gossip Girl right off the start is insane. And like I exactly. watch it, and then I like did some more like researching about it, and I'm like, oh my god! And I like read some of the like plot summaries, and I was like, I can't do this. I well, the, like for all of the things the OC did wrong, like we, me, my sister said, and I think this was absolutely true. She's like, the OC is one of those shows where like it got worse after the first season, and it did, even though season two is still like pretty decent. She's like, if it had been canceled after one season, it'd be like this like immaculate, like clever little season of TV that no one would ever shut up about. Mm-hmm. You know, people have those shows, like, I didn't watch Firefly and I don't care about it, but, like, yeah. everyone's, like, really mad that Firefly got cancelled, and they, like, yeah. Like, it's, like, Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks! That was the one, that mm-hmm. was the example she used, and it's, like, exactly, like, the OC's just, like, it's, the first season is so good. It's just so good. Um, and the soundtrack is unbelievable. There's a Rooney song in the second episode. Yeah. Wow. Which Rooney They're song like, is it? Um... It's, I don't know what it's called, but it's the one that says, like, it's going to be a good day come Sunday. It's called, like, I'm a bad person or something. It's, like, a weird oh, title. I'm a terrible person. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, for, and for so context, they're, they're, for those listening to this, Granny and I drove to Seattle last summer to see Rooney. <laughs> Rooney, who is actually one person, and the one person who Rooney is is Michael Moskowitz from the Princess Diary movie. <laughs> it was great. We had a good trip. Anyway, continue about Rooney and the OC. Uh, they're listening to Rooney, and uh, Marissa's like asking Ryan what kind of music he likes, and he's like, "I don't care," because Ryan, God bless him, he's a lo- really great character, but like his character is the kind of person who doesn't care about music. And then Seth makes fun of Marissa for like probably liking pop, and then she like starts listing all these punk bands like Stiff Little Fingers, The Clash, whatever, who she likes, and it's like so weird to me that they're like listening to Rooney, and it's like, yeah, I listen to Rooney and like Stiff Little Fingers, and I'm like, they're not that different, but I'm like, why would they choose Rooney to be the, like the placeholder modern <laughs> band in this situation? <laughs> like, they could have got the Walkmen, the Strokes. Like, there's so I don't know if the Strokes were I, anyway, but like, 
any other like early 2000s like indie like harder rock band would have worked but it's like Rooney it's like I guess I guess it kind of makes sense because Rooney are from California so it's like local band true yeah yeah local scene and like the strokes were like very British and then all the other like wait are the strokes not British where the fuck are the strokes from New York they're from New York Famously, yeah. they have like a song called "New York City Cops" or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I knew they. They had. That's, no. I have they're never. They're like the quintessential I, early two thousands New York band. I always thought that they were British, though. You're getting Despite mixed that. up with my favorite British band, the Libertines. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person who has ever made that mistake. <laughs> they're the same band to me. It's because all their fans are like the same. Like all those, like all these like indie boys that we love are always like, oh my god! Like 2004 when you had like the Strokes and the Libertines, and it's like, how old were you? And you like look at how old were you? It's like, oh, you were like 14. Brandon didn't make a fake Julian Casablancas Tumblr account. (laughs) Our friend Brandon has a fake Pete Doherty Tumblr account. Oh, so good! So good. Oh, I still think about it so much. I saw much. you know Pete Doherty at work the other day. The other day, like a few months ago, because we were talking about because there was that news article about how he like picked up a hedgehog and got like a blood infection. Yeah. What? what? You what? You missed this? Anyway, and I was talking about him, and I was like Pete Doherty, blah, blah blah. I was talking about it with one of my colleagues, and then another one of our colleagues who's British came over it and I, he, we were like, he's like are you guys talking about Pete Doherty and I'm like yeah and then someone was like who's Pete Doherty I'm like oh it's Kate Moss's ex-boyfriend and he's like it's insane that in America you refer to him as Kate Moss's ex-boyfriend and I'm like it's insane that in England he's like a standalone them yeah it's crazy <laughs> because like to me like I like know who he is because of Kate Moss like for sure yeah. I wouldn't know of him from the Libertines as like a pre-teenager why would yeah. I no. Yeah. Anyway, in England, P. Doherty, them. Them. Oh. Um, speaking of Brandon, kind of, um, the only other storyline in this episode of The Tudors was uh, Charles Brandon. Right. He said he, like, loved his wife, and she was like, yeah, you used to, but you only know how to love someone for, like, an hour. And he was like, Fair. Mm, true. <laughs> and she, like, basically gets mad at him for cheating on her. And then he goes to France, and... The king of France goes off to, like, meet a mistress, and he, like, is, like, to the queen of France, like, hey, like, why don't we sleep together? And she's, like, sounds good, but, like, does it make you feel good cheating on your wife? And then he's just, like, mm. And that's it. <laughs> it's just, like, Henry Cavill going, maybe I shouldn't sleep with so many people. Y'all ever have regrets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to carry on some of our normal segments, uh, what was your favorite look? Um, honestly, I feel like the looks were really underwhelming in this episode. Um, the one that stood out to me, and I know how stupid this is, in France, they mm-hmm. are being, like, waited upon by some servants, obviously, because they're royalty, and, uh, one of, like, the servants in France are wearing these, like, very, very, like, blue, like, smock outfits mm-hmm. with, like, fleur-de-lis on them in white, mm-hmm. and they're just, like, really striking and fun, so my favorites are the French servants' outfits. <laughs> I have two. Okay. My second place this week is Henry VIII's night night shirt. Yeah, that classic. Just very we good. love his pajamas. We love his pajamas. We love pajamas. Um, and then my number one definitely has to be Catherine Varagon's circus tent red coat that she's wearing when she's meeting with her lawyers. Actually, it's yeah, that's, me, that's true. It's giving me, like, I Write Some Not Tragedies era Panic at the Disco circus oh. punk realness. 
<sighs> it's like legitimately, yeah. it's like a circus tent, and like she chimed in, you know? Yeah. And you know what? That's literally what she could say at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I went to that Panic at the Disco tour in 2006. Yeah. How many times have you seen Panic at the Disco live? Uh, I think, I honestly think just twice. Okay. How many warp tours did you go to? Just two. So I saw Panic at the Disco <laughs> once on their Nothing Rhymes with Circus tour. That's what they called this, the tour was called, so 2006. And then I saw them tour their second album pretty odd. But the notable thing about that concert, which is harking back to earlier, is that Phantom Planet opened. Oh and it was my Phantom god. Phantom Planet's last tour because they were breaking up. And when they played California, everyone in the crowd cried. Yeah. They're like, this is our, like, yeah. this is it. This is our last tour. Like, this is going to be, like, the last time we're in Vancouver is Phantom Planet. We're going to, like, play the hits for you guys. And that's when their album, Raise the Dead, had just come out, which was a really good album, too. So I don't know any Phantom Planet song really other like than Phantom California. Planet. But um, <laughs> I love that. I would have cried. Absolutely. Who is Phantom Planet married to? Brie Larson. Yeah. Right. And then Dashboard Confessional? No, something corporate. It's is Lord Lauren Conrad. Conrad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the I other... warped Warped Tour twice, Maddie, to answer Yeah, you sure did. And, like, this is, like, the stupidest thing about Ellen and me, I guess, is that, like, in grade, like, 8-9, I w- wanted to be the person who got to go to warp Tour so badly, but, like, I never would, because, like, one, music festivals are a nightmare, two, I didn't have any friends <laughs> who would, like, go to warp Tour with me <laughs> anyway. And three, I just like looked at like Ellen and the girls who she was friends with, and I was like, "Wow, imagine being that cool." And then I became friends with Ellen, and it's like, no, no, <laughs> those American <laughs> Apparel hoodies were not that cool. But at the time, it was like, "Wow, they're mines. They're red jeans with a yellow hoodie. Oh my god!" So when I went to Warp Tour, we went to Warp Tour once in Vancouver, and then we went to the next year. We went down to the Gorge, like just outside Seattle, and um. When we went to the Gorge, I saw two, actually three iconic bands. So one of them was The Pretty Reckless, which is headed by Taylor Mumford wow. from Gossip Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other yep. one was Never Shout Never. And then I also saw Bring Me the Horizon. Ooh. Jesus. Oh, in Vancouver, I saw 303. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the 303 uh, hand symbol, by the way. Everyone at home, do the 303 hand symbol. Yeah. If you don't know it, look it up. It's really easy. It's not like the Deli Alley thing. Ooh, you could actually transition in between those. Uh, the one other thing about the Tudors that was sort of important is that Sam Neill went, like, full heel and, like, physically assaulted, like, three to five people in this episode. Hell yeah, yeah. He went nuts. I, he, he, like, kept slapping and throwing people around. Oh, and he was, like, on his knees literally begging for forgiveness multiple times. He, like, begged Henry for forgiveness. He was like, please, please. And then, like, everyone else, he was like, I'm going to smack you around. I'm going to choke you. He, like, threw, like, the cardinal with gout, like, across a room. (laughs) It was unbelievable. He was just beating the shit out of everyone. And then his servant, like, dropped his huge necklace, and he slapped him. Yeah! (laughs) Samuel went crazy. I have one final note, too. It's not about... Okay. uh, It's not about Sam Neill. Um, there was a, there was a part where Jonathan Reese's Jonathan Reese Meyer's Irish accent was like fully just Irish. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can tell that a lot of like the random extras they have are 
Irish people they've picked up along the way. Because, like, there'll be, like, some handmaiden who's, like, fully from Dublin. And I'm like, I don't know if that would have happened, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Was Ireland part of the United Kingdom at this point? Like, it was, like, under their control, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Scotland wasn't. True, Scotland was doing its thing. Yeah, I think Ireland was just, like, one of their, like, colonies at this yeah. point. Um, and then the Catholicism, Protestantism thing, obviously, goes a bit crazy. The Catholicism <laughs> of it all. The sheer Catholicism of it all. Um, okay, I just really want to get to this. I'm really sorry, guys. Can I read you aloud an article that I found? About yeah. Jonathan Rhys Myers. Of course. Okay. <laughs> now, I just, like, didn't... I was bored during my lunch break at work this week because, like, what do you do, right? So I just thought, okay, I'll do a bit of, like, research for the podcast and just Google, like, Henry Cavill, Jonathan Rhys Myers, Natalie Dormer, Sam Neill, and click news and just see if there's anything interesting. Sam Neill, it's like, Sam Neill's fun on Twitter and Natalie Dormer's like, nothing, Henry Cavill's nothing. Jonathan Rhys Myers has, like, not anything new, but, like, the clickbaity weird shit. I was like, mm, I gotta click on this. So, the website it's from is called 3LM News. Okay. The subhead, it's very clearly like a WordPress website. Like, I could make this website very easily. The subheading of 3LM News is Astronomy and Space Exploration Reporting. If you click About Us, it says, Thank you for visiting 3LM News. Based in Canada, we are a small team of astronomy enthusiasts who write on the latest developments in space exploration. All of us are scientifically literate and aim to provide objective, reliable, and 100% factual reporting. As such, we thoroughly fact-check and reread each article we publish here. Please get in touch if you have any feedback. So, the article on this website posted on March 24th. Is called Who Still Cares About Jonathan Rhys Myers? What? (laughs) (laughs) Posted by nothing. Comments zero. There's a photo of Jonathan Rhys Myers with a very tidy mustache. Good. Hello. It starts. I have found some interesting information on Jonathan Rhys Myers current as of 2020, March 24th. I personally really like Jonathan Rhys Myers, so I was eager to dive to do some deep research into them. Let's get started. First, how popular is Jonathan Rhys Myers right now? On Google Trends, Jonathan Rhys Myers has a popularity ranking of 23 10 days ago, 28 9 days ago, and then it lists like all of his popularity rankings like up until like today. 28 he now, like yeah. of googled celebrities, of googled Irish celebrities? Like what like, I don't know. So then today as of this day, he had a popularity of 50. So in the recent past, they were gathering the most attention on March 21st when they had a rank of 50. What? Okay. It's insane. Okay. If we compare Jonathan Rhys Myers' popularity to three months ago, they had an average popularity of 59.3, but now it's 31.2. So he has regressed. It's worth noting, finally, that Jonathan Rhys Myers... Wait, so the low number is bad? Yeah, I guess. It means That's like, us. <laughs> is it how many times he was Googled? It was 30? That's all us. It's gotta be us. <laughs> So it's worth noting, finally, that Jonathan Rhys Myers has never had a rank of zero, indicating that people are always searching for him. Smiley face emoji. (laughs) Okay, and now what about Jonathan Rhys Myers has fared? This doesn't, this, like, doesn't make any sense. I don't know who wrote this, but it makes no sense. Has fared, if we consider the past entire three months, our dates indicate uh, January the 5th to be their most popular day. 
um, when they had a relative rank of 100. Not bad. People also search for, and then it lists all of the things that Jonathan Rhys Myers is searched for with. Um, Vikings, Dracula, August Rush, The Tudors, Movies, 2019, Wife, Instagram, Bend It Like Beckham, (laughs) Matchpoint, From Paris with Love. (laughs) Literally all us. That was the launch week for our podcast, so... uh. And then the final episode, final paragraph. Considering everything written about Jonathan Rhys Myers, not just official news articles, I decided the overall sentiment for Jonathan Rhys Myers on March 24th, 2020 is just okay. But what do you think? I'd like to hear your comment. <laughs> I'd like to hear your comments. Just don't write anything too mean. No one has commented. Our impact. We made Jonathan Rhys Myers Google searches double. <laughs> And just like, and then get the much conclusion, worse. The conclusion of this article on an astronomy website that no one has ever clicked on except for me. Well, people don't is that Jonathan Rhys Myers. Guys, let's see if we can everyone Google Jonathan Rhys Myers. Let's see if we can get him to like a solid one hundred this week. <laughs> Hashtag Google Jonathan Rhys Myers. <laughs> the thing is, people don't have to Google him anymore because if they want to know the latest on Jonathan Rhys Myers, they just tune into our podcast. <laughs> True. Ah, oh, we're ruining it we're ruining him all right anyway grania promo our podcast in their empty comment section hashtag google jonathan reese myers let's do it i'm not commenting i feel like no i like legitimately think that that website like if i stayed on it too long it would give me a virus or like hack me like there's something absolutely (laughs) haunting about it no hack me hack me a virus like digital acne my digital acne (laughs) Okay, yeah, hashtag Google Jonathan Reese Myers, everyone. Any combination of, you can Google him in August Rush, in Vikings. What was that one he was in this week that we were talking about, Grania? Alfred Nobbs. He was in Alfred Nobbs? <laughs> yeah, holy shit, I forgot about that. It's like a, it's like a movie that looks, Glenn Close is in it, and it's one of those movies where, like, I'm sure that it could have been done better because it, like, I think, it's about, like, a, trans man right victorian time yeah in like victorian times Mm -hmm. in like i want to say ireland because there's a lot of irish accents in it and glenn close glenn close plays him a a servant in this like grand household and like respected and acknowledged within the household as a man yes and so it's like it i it's not totally clear what the like storyline is but it looks like fine but, like, Jonathan Reese Myers shows up briefly in the trailer, and I, like, lost my mind. I don't know why we, oh, we watched the trailer, because there's a photo of it on my Explore page, and Aaron Taylor Johnson looks really good in it. And I was like, Ellen, what is this? <laughs> Instead of Googling it myself, I was like, Ellen, what is this? <laughs> okay, everyone, Explore page check. Oop, okay. I just closed my, one sec. Am I gonna no, you can't my... do that. <laughs> but it kept recording. I'm not you touching can't do it. an explore page check. Don't do it. Okay, I'm not well, touching it. I'm not touching it. Explore page check. I'm just gonna assume it was. Killian. Mm, we can Murphy. do like a. Uh, what's your explore page been like the last couple weeks? I had to. Oh. Oh my god. Okay, never mind. Sorry, I can't check Instagram okay, right my now. My explore page has been like. I, oh, that's actually a big update for me. I've had to, like, stop saying I don't want... I've started saying I don't want to see this to things on my Explore page. So I Same. don't want to see Good. any more pictures of Charles and Diana 
and I don't want to see any more pictures of Adam Driver or Raylo fan art. Okay, I oh. like send Ellen this like really cute little sketch of Emma that someone did, like Emma the movie. It was just like a cute little art. I don't know it was, it was cute, and like I don't know art's good, but like by doing that, I guess the artist also draws like Raylo, which is Ray and Kylo Ren from Star Wars fan art, and like whatever that's their life but then it just made all both of our explore pages filled like saturated with like Raylo fan art and it's like I don't want to see it like I don't care I don't want to see like these like AU ideas where like you've made Adam Driver like uncanny it's very funny and whatever the thing is my phone heard me watch the new Star Wars last Friday with my dad (laughs) yeah but my phone is selective hearing because my phone is like oh you watch the new Star Wars I'm going to show you all this Adam Driver Daisy Ridley content. It's like, I also watched Stop Making Sense, but I have had no David Byrne content. And you have also not seen ads for the spicy pierogi pizza. I also haven't <laughs> seen ads for the spicy Panago spicy pierogi pizza. But we're literally being recorded right now by our phone, so it better pick that up. <laughs> we're going to post this podcast and send it directly to Google. <laughs> hey, Google, yeah. um, can you make Jonathan Reese Myers popular again? Also, spicy pierogi pizza. Maddie, what's been on your explore page? Lana Del Rey. Good. Nice. I've had, she like, has taken over. I'm happy for her. I've had like too much Timothy Chalamet and like I think I've said this a million times. My take on Timothy Chalamet is that like he's a good little actor, but like I'm not interested in him that way. Like I'm not. He's just there for me. Him being cast as Henry V felt like a cruel joke to me because like he he's good, but like he's not hot. So it's like, what is the point? Whatever. I don't remember if this was in the podcast or in our preamble that we'll cut out. But uh, as we established earlier, you're either attracted to him or you're a coward. <laughs> well, I'm not interested. Uh, but so I had to say like enough of him because it was like like I don't know. I didn't click on many of his, but for some reason it was like, oh, you want more? You want more? You want more? And I was like, no. So yeah, I've I've had to say no more Timothy. So now he just shows up every now and then, which is nice. I also had to say no more Adam Driver. Like, I'm sick of it. Uh, Watching Star Wars and having all the Adam Driver on my Explore page did make me go in and and relive some of uh, the best scenes from the show Girls. So I I have watched every episode of the show Girls. I really did love that show. Ellen is the only person in the world who watched all of Girls. (laughs) Uh, I really don't like Lena Dunham, but uh, Girls was some good TV and there was some there were some good parts on that. When Hannah cuts her bangs and then Adam has to come rescue her, that was good. Or when he's drinking milk on the toilet. When he's drinking milk on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that show. Famously, I always thought I had only seen one season, but every time Ellen and I would talk about girls, I would reference episodes in the second season. <laughs> Maybe That's you've like- only seen season two. No, today, I've definitely seen season one as well. <laughs> today I tried to explain, we were talking about Riverdale, and, like, I was, my sister watched, like, one season, I was like, no, I can't do this, which, like, wow, honestly impressive that you could even watch one season of that show. And then, I think we watched, like, two seasons, maybe? Two and a two bit? And a half. Yeah. yeah. And I remember that the last episode we, we watched of Riverdale was, um, Archie got attacked by a bear. Yeah, and yeah. he's still, he's still, uh, still dead in our heads. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Archie. 
What a way for that show to end. What a way for that show to end. I'm so glad we're never going to watch it I ever again. I did see spoilers. I did see a uh, post by, what's his name, who plays Kevin. This year, the musical that <gasps> Riverdale does, because Riverdale does a musical every year, was Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Very good. Um, I saw Very Kevin fun. at a Canucks game. I saw Kevin and Reggie and Cheryl and Tony at the Vancouver Canucks game. Uh I don't know. They were playing Before Phoenix. Before all this. <laughs> they were playing Phoenix and they lost. I think it was like I their third or fourth last game. I see. I used to see KJ Appa everywhere downtown. Yeah. But not anymore. Well, you used to be Gastown. He'd always pretty, be Pretty, like, because, like, okay, like, we are, like, also really behind on Sabrina because, like, I don't know. I don't know if I need to watch more Sabrina, but, like, I'm fine with it. It was cute. You know, I can, can I more. watch more. Okay, Sabrina that means I'll watch it okay. without you. Perfect. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I like maybe the curse I, has may- been lifted. We can now watch Sabrina. <laughs> maybe I will, but like I'm not. It's not like top of my list. You know, it's not the Dorals. <laughs> <laughs> but, so um, clearly, your list doesn't matter for shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching the OC. <laughs> so, but like, you're Sabrina- not even watching the sh- the show you're doing a podcast about. <laughs> Sabrina was like decent and cute and like I liked it like I'd happily watch more I'm just not like desperate to but the thing about uh Sabrina is like I don't know like I liked it and also like if I saw one of the actors from Sabrina downtown which like is totally a possibility I'd be like oh my god that's cool like it's Kieran and Shipka or like I don't know who else is Ross Lynch Ross Lynch, Ross Lynch. <laughs> or like anyone else in that show it's like I'd be like oh cool it's Eowyn from Lord of the Rings I'd lose my fucking mind or like uh I don't know I feel like Sabrina I'd be excited if I saw someone from Sabrina. Be if like, oh, I cool. saw Ross but, Lynch if, downtown, I would lose my mind. Even, like, <laughs> the guy who plays the other guy, Nick, I'd be like, oh, cool, it's Nick from Sabrina. Or, like, um, just, like, anyone else. I'd be like, oh, cool. Every time I see someone from Riverdale, I'm like, ah. <laughs> Except if you see Cole Sprouse. Our friend, our I've never other- seen Cole Sprouse. I've never seen Cole Sprouse. Our other friend who we used to watch Riverdale with from time to time, my friend Ida was like, is like in love with Cole Sprouse and she met him downtown and she is like the only person I ever have ever known who has a picture with a celebrity where they look like extremely hot. Yeah, she looks great. <laughs> so like he looks hot and she's like, she looks really, really hot and it's just like, ooh, good for wow. you. Yeah. And she was so yes. excited. She texted me, she said, are you sitting down? And then sent me the picture. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I feel like Cole Sprouse would be- my family has been reliving uh, the photo shoots that happened when Zac Efron was in town wow. shooting Charlie St. Cloud oh and God. all of our sisters and me. went and waited I and go. Ganya, I gotta take and went and waited for like the shoots to end at night and get like photos with him and my, they're like how old were you when this happened? Cuz it was like I was like probably like peak awkward time 12 or 13 it was, yeah. we were in like grade 10 because my sister was an extra in the movie and she got to be an extra through the boy she was dating at the time. His like aunt was a casting director. Okay, so that I would have, yeah, okay, if I was 14, 15, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> my yeah, photo, there's some rough photos and he yeah. is so tanned. He's so sexy. <laughs> That's you know what? Very, so hot at that time. Very nice. It guy. looks like he walked off the golf course after shooting. <laughs> yeah. Bet on it. Um, did Bet you guys see? <laughs> did you guys see that? Uh, I'm gonna say this phrase right now, and I know both of you are gonna go, "What the fuck?" Did you guys see that ESPN thing where no. um, they had like a Zoom call between like a bunch of ESPN like hosts and stuff, um, where it was like. 
who is the most famous person you can get onto the Zoom call? Mm. Very fun. fun. Very fun. The most famous people, they got eventually, because they, they added people and then those people would try to add people. So they got Lin-Manuel Miranda and uh, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Who's Dwayne Wade? Kings of the sports world. Dwayne Wade is married to What's-Her-Face. Oh, Gabrielle Union? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I know who he is. Also, he's Dwayne Wade. He's also Dwayne Wade. <laughs> um, <laughs> <There's> a... <laughs> okay, so this week... Uh, well, not this week, but recently... That was actually my segue into getting Jonathan Reese myers to join this uh, house party okay, call right yeah, now. So, okay, okay. <laughs> recently, recently, my father revealed to myself and subsequently <laughs> us that we have this, like, very, very weird family connection to, like, the British It Boys that Grania and I love, like, after It Boys. <laughs> Ellen has, like, a, like, distant cousin. It's, like, I think it's, like, literally your fifth cousin. So it's like my but he's dad. He's so cute. My <laughs> Through dad, marriages. My it's dad's not blood. cousin. My dad's cousin. Her ex husband's nephew is the guy who's playing um, Prince Eric. Prince Eric in The Little Mermaid. And he is like friends with all these. So how we. And his been, sister is dating someone? Dating Josh O'Connor. His sister's dating Josh O'Connor. They're very so, cute together. Well, well, we could just say this. You could just say my dad's cousin's niece is dating Josh O'Connor. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But it's funnier if we go through Jonah Howard kid. Yeah. So we need to figure out, with this in mind, we can figure out our degrees of separation to Jonathan Rees Myers. Well, 100% Grania's related I win. to him. I win. Because, first of all, he's Irish, so, like, inbreeding. There you go. But also, also, like, I worked in film. Yeah. For that summer. Yeah. So I have, like. Grania's got a degree of separation of two to Barack Obama, <laughs> so. She does. We're not getting And a degree of separation of one to Jodie Foster and Alan Cumming. <laughs> I have the best six degrees of separations ever. You do? For someone who is not famous and who no longer works in film. I guess, like, the fact that I did work in film and my neighbor works in film is why, but it's just, like, very funny. And so I'm not going to name the person who I was, like, closest to in film who I could get a bunch of cool connections with, but guaranteed... <laughs> Jonathan Reese Myers is like max two away. You're, like guaranteed. Your close personal friend, Don Johnson. <laughs> I did meet John Johnson. And Cron. You know Patrick Warburton's prescriptions. Stop. <laughs> you know what? From the stories I've heard from you, he seems like the nicest man. Patrick Warburton, oh, yeah. the man who voiced Kronk in <laughs> The Emperor's <Empress of> Group. <laughs> Nothing is more jarring That's than the pick- film Grania worked on. <laughs> you, pick- <laughs> you pick up the phone and it's Kronk talking to you. And like, I know other people know him from like Seinfeld and like Cheers, I want to say. Like, he's in like a lot of things people actually, you know, but you pick it up and it's like Kronk talking to you and I like lose my mind. He's very, very, <laughs> he is very, very nice. He's very nice. Nothing but yeah. good things to say. Hello, uh, Grania. <laughs> And you get my prescriptions. My favorite thing is the actress, the actress that Grady worked closely with, who we will not name. She also, she's, she seems really great too. She once she yelled at great. Maddie from a car, and I met her briefly. Yeah. She bought me a. Parked at our stop at a stoplight, and I was like, oh, that's my friend Maddie. And I was like, yelled at the window, I was like, hey, Maddie. And she's like, one sec, I got this. And she screamed at me. I have headphones in, and I'm like running, trying to like meet someone. And I was, like, late for it. And I hear this scream and, like, pull my headphones out. <laughs> it's Grania sitting in a car with this woman who's screaming at me. 
She, uh, I met up with Grania when you were with her once, and we were going to the flea market. You were like, explaining to her how, like, oh yeah, my friend's moving to an apartment. We're going to go to the flea market. And she was like, so fun. Love secondhand. You can get such beautiful furniture that way. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I stand. Love I love she's that. She's so great. Yeah, she's great. Um, unnamed celebrity is great, but um, but yeah, I think I think I now I have to sit down and think about it. Jonathan Rhys Myers, I could get. I could definitely get. Henry Cavill, I could get in a split second, I'm sure, as well. Oh, my God. And if you can get to uh, Henry Cavill, you can get to the ultimate Amy Adams, because they were in a movie together. Oh, my God. <laughs> a movie. Should we find out Grania met Amy Adams? Stop. I would never <laughs> shut up if I met Amy Adams. Never. I, the most disappointing thing about the VIP theaters at uh, Park Royal is that um, when you're not in the VIP section, the women's bathroom doesn't have a huge mural of Amy Adams. It's true. Yeah. Okay, Amy- and you know the bathroom's the women's bathroom. It's yeah. Amy Adams' bathroom. Amy Adams' bathroom. <laughs> Amy Adams, I think, was in the Muppets movie with Neil Patrick Harris, so there's my Amy Adams connection. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, she's in it. Yeah, okay, she's they're photo- They're both photographed in this place, so they've definitely met. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. Amy Adams is uh, connected by the Muppets movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah Howard King, Josh O'Connor. Josh O'Connor was with. Uh, he worked with Olivia Coleman. That could be a good one. Yeah. You uh, can't Liv- count Jonah Howard King as a degree of separation. You haven't met him. He's no, her wait. fifth cousin. <laughs> He's got <laughs> Mr. Collins. Yeah. Well, that just I always- means any anyone you're remotely related to is one degree of separation. <laughs> I always joke that I'm Charlotte Lucas because like I'm just like like I'm that kind of person. Like if I lived back then, I'd be like, oh, like I'll just marry this like lame vicar guy because like what else am I gonna do? I yeah, he was rejected by my friend, but like what else am I gonna do? So Ellen and like Mr. Collins is Lizzie Bennett's cousin. And so it works because Ellen's cousin and I are going to get married and I'm Charlotte Lucas in this scenario and he's Mr. Collins. <laughs> if Mr. Collins was very cute. And a billionaire. <laughs> and a billionaire. <laughs> An heir. Yeah. I'm going to marry him, redistribute his wealth, and then if he wants to stay with me, he's allowed. Good. I mean, he's cute. I'm sure. I'm going to say it. I'm sure he's into it. <laughs> he's cute. I'm sure he's into it. He has kind eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He bangs okay. his pots for the NHS. <laughs> he sure does. He said thank you, NHS. <laughs> he, I think he did say he voted Labour, which is good. at least a good sign. He made yeah. that video about the charity that he's doing that's uh, helping bring meals to people who are, like, at risk. Yeah, so thumbs, thumbs crossed. Fingers crossed he's not a Tory. <laughs> Even though, like, being a billionaire and not <laughs> being a Tory crossed. seems counterintuitive. <laughs> Thumbs crossed. Thumbs crossed, you buffoon. <laughs> Make a little butterfly with your hands. Thumbs crossed. All right, we got the three. It's our interactive episode. We got 303s at home. We got <laughs> making Thumbs a little crossed. hand butterfly with your thumbs crossed. <laughs> uh, Everyone send us a webcam photo of your thumbs crossed or you doing the 303 logo. <laughs> or, you know what? The Deli Alley hand challenge, also acceptable. But with both hands. <laughs> but with both hands. Um, so it's like a little mask. Um, okay, I think the only other thing I wanted to say about this episode is that I still don't th- find Jonathan Rhys Myers hot. That's my Jonathan Rhys Myers Briggs test. Yeah, not, not hot. hot. I-, I did have this thought, though, during the episode, is I can't 
decide if he'd be less scary or more scary if he had bangs, but I think he'd be Same. more scary if he had bangs. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, if he had hair that wasn't like, because he has this like shaved head right now, and it's like very kind of frightening. But then I'm like, I think he might be scary if he had like more hair happening. So yeah. we'll see. I think he gets more hair in like season two, so. But not an heir. They saw the ratings and thought they had a focus group and decided on bangs. <laughs> bangs. <laughs> Just straight yeah. across page boy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> like all the boys in quarantine who are cutting their own hair. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, we've uh, been talking for like over an hour now. <laughs> that's fine. I feel like we, we can uh, wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. Um, Grania, where can they find... Can you find us and you? They can find us on Twitter at Two Belen Girls, and you can find me on Twitter at Holgranya. Um, you can look up how to spell that. And um, I don't have anything else to plug because I don't do anything. Uh, you can find me at Lily Blah on Twitter, and I also have no other artistic pursuits. <laughs> Maddie, for anything? now. And I'm here. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> if you want to find me, it's not hard to find. <laughs> okay, can we stop our audio recordings? Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. You have to do our traditional sign-off. Bye. Bye. Bye.